Yo guys, it's Parker. And it's Zach. We're back, second episode of uh, Unpopular Takes here. And uh, today we're going to start off talking about who's the greatest basketball player of all time. Zach? Shaquille O'Neal is the best basketball player to ever walk this earth. Alright, I would like to hear why. Okay, so Shaq is a center that went from like Orlando to the Lakers to the Heat to like Cavs, Celtics. Crazy amount of teams. But besides that point, Shaq has four championship rings. And Shaq, wherever he went to go play, he was like a dominant player up until like his late age, like when he was like 37, stuff like that. So let's let's look. A young Shaq Kenny carried him with Penny Hardaway. Penny Hardaway like held his own. And brought him to the NBA Finals, didn't win. Then he went to the Lakers, carried a young Kobe to two championships. And then proceed to win one with Dwayne Wade and the Heat. Like, wherever he – it's kind of like LeBron now. Like, that's what makes LeBron so good and great is that, like, he can win championships. But, like, Shaq was, like, a freak. Like, they had to make rules for Shaq. They had, like – the game had to evolve. That's what, like, makes you great, in my opinion. Like, if you can change the game in some way. Like, what did – if someone yeah. brings something new to the game. I see what you're saying. So, to me – are you done about Shaq? Yeah, I'm done. All right. Give me so, to me – I, I'm always just going to be like, until somebody... Now, granted, I do think there's a possibility Zion Williamson could be one of the best ever. You are crazy. Now, no. now wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> listen, listen. But to me, right now, at this point in time, Michael Jordan is the best basketball player of all time. Why do you do... And it's... All right, look. It's not because everyone says Mike's the best. But, like, to me, if you look at it, any... Like, every single time he was in the championship, like, in the finals... He never lost. Yeah, because he had a dream team. He like right. the best team ever. Pippen was a good player. Great player. But listen, who else is Rodman? Rebounding. Yeah. He's a, right, he a rebounding machine. He's the best rebounder to ever play the game. He's, he never scored. He was probably one of the worst scorers in the NBA at that point in time that started. Yeah. He was awful at scoring. Okay, but... Okay, so literally he just contributed to rebounds. They could have two centers doing Or a center and a power forward doing that. All right, but listen. No! All right, but listen, but listen. Like, no! But listen, oh, but listen. all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. Who's, <laughs> the, who's the best quarterback of all time? Tom Brady. Okay, Why? Six rings? No, not because... I mean, yeah, he, he wins he a lot. Because the Super Bowl wins all the time. Yeah. That's what Mike did. Mike won. But Tom Mike Jordan. won. Mike won. All right, but listen. That's not even the point. All right. Michael Jordan had, I think, two seasons that he wasn't an all-star. And I'm pretty sure that was his rookie season and his last season. Yeah, something like that. Every other season, he was an all-star. I mean... I see. I see right. your point, but like LeBron, what what season is this for LeBron? Sixteen, something like that. He's I think it's sixteen. Yeah. So Jordan played fifteen. Skip two prime years. He would have been average at that point. I think the season he retired the first time to go play baseball when he was out for like two years. I think he was averaging something like thirty five, thirty eight a game that season. But listen, but listen, I'm listening. But listen, <laughs> greatest score, bro. You could not guard Mike. Mike was a defender. Mike averaged like two and a half steals a game. He played. Michael Jordan was the reason the Bulls have championships. The only if there was literally anybody else in the NBA at that point in time on their, they could have three All Stars on their team. They wouldn't have won. Are you a Bulls fan? I'm I am a Bulls fan, <laughs> but I'm a Bulls fan because of Michael Jordan. Michael, Michael Jordan changed the game. Two three peats. He literally won three. Took t- took a two year break. Won three more. Who All does right. that? All right. You can't you argue with it. Here we go. Michael Jordan has became this un 
godly-like figure of this huge organization brand, like, Jordan Shoes, like, people have gassed him up to the point where, like, was he even like that? Like, yes, there's games where yeah. he did, where he averaged that, but, like, look, no player in the history of, I don't care. All right, listen. Who, I'm going to hit you with it. I'm going to hit you with it. All right, hit me with some right. facts. I'm not exactly sure who the player was. Pretty sure it was Reggie Miller. So, MJ had, it was, like, he was, like, last couple seasons. I think it was, like, he, maybe his second to last season or something. He had, like, two points at halftime. Reggie Miller was talking, like, mad shit to him. He dropped 40 in the second half. That's crazy. Who else can do that? Shaquille O'Neal. No. Yes. Heck no. Dude. Sha- My guy. All right. He look, is this now huge listen, now listen. I'm not. I'm not denying that Shaq was not a beast. Shaq was a defensive lineman playing center. <laughs> yes. With six extra inches. Yes. But to me, just being dominant in the post doesn't make you the best. All right. Let me ask you this question. Who's your dream team? You have five players. They can play out of position. Oh, where, 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 where? All right, my top five, basically? Yes. All right, my top five would be Mike, Bill Russell, because he was a winner. Three would probably be uh, Kareem. I have to go with Wilde at four. Yeah. And uh, my five would probably be Magic, just because Magic was a true guard, bro. Yeah. Magic was a true point guard. Like, if, when you look at it, to me, Magic Johnson was the, like, stereotypical point guard. Yeah, he Magic first. Johnson and uh, John Stockton. He was huge. Like, Magic Six Johnson, yeah, people, guard, like, people just don't realize, like, that he was, like, lengthy. He was, like, like the Giannis that. before Giannis. Yes. Except he didn't have, like, the scoring ability. Like, yeah, I, he dropped, like, 19 a game. I mean, that's, that's not terrible, but, but like, back then, I mean, that was that's good. That's a lot. That's what I'm saying. Because they didn't, like... Like, they didn't call as many fouls. Like, the NBA from it's so then soft. to now it is, is, so soft. is so different. Like, you could do the hand check so thing. Like, you could, like, slap their hand. It was, like, way... Yeah. Bro, they, they used to shove MJ yeah. in the ground, bro. <laughs> they used to be able to He'd fight still get bucks, the bro. bad boys. The they Pistons. punched Mike one game. Yeah, it was I crazy. Mean, though, they, there was one game where, like, Lambeer, like, uh, Joe Dumars and Isaiah Thomas, like, tackled... Him. Yeah. He, like, tackled Mike. But, uh... That's why Phil Jackson had to come up with a triangle offense. Once they came up with that, it was... That was over. They, um... What was I about to say? All right, top five. We'll get to my top five. We'll have no, LeBron at the one. All right. MJ at the two. At the three, I'm going to put Larry Bird. I corner see three on point. I see it. Or actually, I'm going to put Larry at the four, switch MJ to the three, and put Stephen Curry at the two. And then Shaquille O'Neal at the five, carrying the team. See, I just – I don't even know at this point, like, who my top five – there's so many great players that we're seeing right now. Yeah. Like, there's probably 20 players in the NBA right now that will be Hall of Famers when they're done. Yeah, that's crazy to think about. Like, you have – And, like, we still have people like Zion coming in and, like, uh, R.J. Barrett. Look, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm hype on the Zion chain. I don't – I just don't think there's anybody that can stop him. I don't really see anything wrong with his game except maybe his three-point shooting. But from what I've seen, like, he's a pretty good three-point shooter when you around. let him spot yeah. up. He's – he'll – I think he'll he's, – He's like a zone. LeBron to me. We'll see how much he's like – I just think at one point – But, like – People create this, like, image you just can't live up to, and I'm afraid that's what's going to But just – I just – no, to me it's just like I'm thinking about it. Like, man, like, he's playing on a team with R.J. Barrett and Cam Reddish. R.J. Barrett's the, probably the second pick in the draft this year, if I'm going to go ahead and make a prediction. And Zion's still dropping, like, 25 a game, bro. And then Cam Reddish is barely, like, 
don't get me wrong, Cam Reddish is a, like a great elite oh. baller. He's just like he's literally he's played against the two or played with. That's the what best I'm saying. Two. Those are the three best players, and they're probably all gonna be top five lottery picks. Guaranteed. Oh yeah, for like real. there's no doubt. Nah, for real. All right, you trying to hop on this next history? next topic? Introduce it, Parker. Well, uh, this topic was recommended by Kendall McNaughton, <laughs> and uh, she told us to do this one on why history repeats itself. Yeah, it's very interesting. Enlighten well, me. All right. Well, I mean, I guess we can start off with talking about the wall thing because that's what kind of what we were yeah, brainstorming we were just, yeah, before we were discussing this. That. So, uh, <clears throat> like, America's building the wall. Donald Trump's starting the wall. Which, I mean, I don't really want to get into views on it. Views on it. So we're going to try to stay away from that. Uh, but, I mean, the thing that comes to mind to me is, like, the Berlin Wall. Like, yeah. They Walls tore that down. The fall, it seems like. But, I mean, then there's, like, the Great Wall of China. <laughs> that's not, okay, that's completely different. <laughs> I'm just playing. That, was that wasn't a political. Bits. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, uh. It's almost like, to me, like, all right, let me give, because I've thought about this, too. So, like, during the 60s and stuff, like, segregation, like, the movements and stuff, to me, that reminds me a lot of, like, now with the LGBT community and stuff. Yeah. Like, because they're, they're both, like, trying to trying to get their rights and stuff, and, like, I feel that, like, yeah. how mean? are the people, man? Do what you want to do, but, like... To me, it's, like, the same situation almost because there's, like, a group of people. Because, like, back in the 60s, so many people were, like, extremely prejudiced and racist and discriminatory. And, like, civil rights movement came. And, I mean, people are a lot more accepting now. Yeah. I think it comes down to, like, I see how history is repeating itself almost. Like, that's how it is always. There's always, like, this some type of movement. Like, it was, like, in the 1700s, it was, like... They're trying to build this brass wall to keep out Catholics. There's just like the Berlin Wall, like separating Germany. There's so many things on so many levels where like there's always this certain group of people for some reason that they are like excluded. And it's either race, their beliefs, their gender, their – it doesn't matter. And like, they, there's always seems to be like some kind of genocide. Yes, within, with it, yeah. Within like, like with, a century or two, there's always some type of and genocide. And it, it could be like from like – War, disease, something. Yeah, there's something that like is corrupt about it that ends yeah. up with mass death, and that's that shouldn't be it. That shouldn't be the answer. But like that's how it is. Like World War One, like that should have been the end of it. Like we realize, yeah, we messed up, a lot of death, and then proceed within the next century to have the biggest war in like history. Like that's just World War Two. Yeah, that is yeah, just. I that's, mean, that's crazy. Like to me. It's almost like history is always gonna repeat itself. Yeah, you can't you can't miss that. And like, I don't even know who said the quote. Like, if those who don't know history are doomed to repeat it or whatever. But I mean, to me, that's like, like it doesn't even carry on into that point only. Like, it's not even just about the historical events that have happened, like wars and stuff like that. Like, it it plays into like society factors too. Yeah. Because I mean, like. Let's see, back, uh, back like in the mill, when they had mill villages and stuff, like yeah. kind of when they started the school system, John Indust- Rockefeller. Yeah, industrial movement. Yeah, uh, it was almost like, 
nobody really understood what was going on with the monopolies and stuff. Like, like they knew like John D. Rockefeller and them were like big bosses. Yeah. To me, those are like the Bill Gateses and the the yeah, Zuckerbergs. Now, they were trying to control people. Rockefeller set up the school system to try to control people, work in his mill villages, so they wouldn't get a high enough education to realize that it was a wrong system. Yeah, exactly. They'd be stuck in the system their whole lives, and they'd pay them mill dollars that they'd use to pay to him. They were literally making money to pay him back. Every dollar they made went to him. That's so crazy. Because he owned all of their shit. So, to me, it's almost like Every time we make a purchase online, like we're using yeah. we're using our cards and stuff, like we're using shipping and handling, which is a bunch of BS. <laughs> but like then there's the ads and stuff, like Amazon. I don't even know. I think we could talk about this conspiracy last week. But like Amazon's talking about, like you'll sit there and talk and like think of something or like like the other day, you know, Robinhood, the brokerage app. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I was like talking to somebody about Robin Hood. I went and watched a YouTube video later that night. Robin Hood was the ad. But to me, it's almost that same. Like they're just using it technologically now to kind of control us. That is. That's how it is. They set you up so you can like not fail, but like not exceed at a high enough rate to where you cannot be in their position of power. And to me, the people that realize that and the people that like don't play into that are the ones that are the most successful. Cause like. The ones that are controlling the people are the successful ones. Exactly. So if you can get past the point of being controlled and control people, be a producer, not a consumer. Exactly. Be an influencer of like the new age. And to me, like that, like that kind of brings us to our next topic: how yeah. the school system fails you. That kind of set it up perfect. Because like Rockefeller set up the school system. Like I said, like to make people stay as employees. And to yeah. me. Like, the people that have entrepreneurial dreams, the people that want to start something new, that want to make the next Apple, the next Microsoft, the next Venmo, even. Like, those two dudes started in their dorm room in college. They're worth billion $2 billion each now. Billion? Yep, the, wow. $2 billion. I looked it up. That is, like, wow. Crazy. <laughs> they're, maybe they to, maybe together school. they're worth $2 billion, but something like that. That's still a billion. Yeah, I mean. That's, they're worth more than $500 give me a billion. <laughs> give me a billion, I'll turn it into $100 yeah. million in two days. Yeah. Promise you. But uh, it's almost like the, the system hasn't changed because the people in power realize that the system is put in place for certain people. Yeah. Certain people need to be in a system. Yes, it's, yeah, that's how it works. And to me, like, that's the plus of school. Like, it teaches you the right and wrong. Yeah. Like, it teaches you the basics Social of life. Social skills. It teaches you how to work in groups with people that right. you might not like, people you like. But to me, like, it gets to... Were you done? I'm sorry. No, you're sorry. Okay, but to me, it gets to a certain point, like, at our age now, where it's almost like... I feel like I'm getting a disservice by going to Hillcrest. Oh. Like, going to public school. Like, I feel like I'm being disserviced. Because I have that, like, entrepreneurial mentality. Like, I want to start businesses. I want to open companies. But, like, sitting there drawing circles on a graph and... Figuring out the circuit, all this crazy stuff. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, cosines. I don't need to know that. For my job. I feel that. But, like, at some point, they don't want the human population to be complete idiots. Well, like, yeah, yeah, I see I, your point. Like, I, I agree with your point. Like, I agree that at some point, like, the social system, like, the curriculum that we teach 
is not needed. Like literally, it's very rare that you use like co-functions and stuff. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Cosines. Cosine. Yeah, yeah, My yeah, point being, like, like, I will not need to know how to balance a chemical equation. Yeah, that's if I'm what I'm a saying. This guy. That's what I'm saying. All right. So to me, it's almost like there should be programs, and I mean there are. Like, there's the business department in high schools, but like. It doesn't. It's not. You're not gonna. No offense. You're not gonna. No against anyone that's teaching that. But yeah. You're not gonna get what you need. That's what I'm saying. Because they have to teach by the standards. Yes. If they were teaching us everyday real life situations, and they were helping us make decisions, we'd be so much more prepared when we got out of college. Or people. Not even or people that are going to school. college. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And that's a, that's another school. that's another thing that brings me to. So many people are broke in America that didn't go to college because. They don't know how to manage them. They get out of high school. And they just get stuck. They don't know what. They don't know how to buy a house. They don't know how to do their taxes. They don't know the proper way to, like, buy cars. Like, they, people struggle if they don't go to college. College teaches you a lot of that basic stuff just because there's a lot of experienced people in college. Like, a lot of people did big things, came back, and taught as professors. Oh, yeah. And that's why I have a lot of respect for colleges. But to me, like, colleges are a scam, too. Yeah, so definitely. I mean, Ty Lopez kind of sums it up pretty good. <laughs> yeah, if you have a chance, go look at his podcast. Yeah, he's definitely... To me, don't buy into his programs because they're all a bunch of scams. <laughs> We're plugging Ty Lopez at the same time, like, bashing him. No, I mean, like... No, no, no. All right. Ty Lopez is a great speaker. Me and Stone had this conversation the other day. So, like, Ty Lopez is a great speaker, and he's really good at like motivating me to do stuff, which is why I listen to him because he gets me motivated. He gets me excited to do things, gets me excited to start businesses. But he scams the consumer into buying from him, the producer, a program that is bullshit. It doesn't work because he's probably got a hundred different programs that he sets up for like a week or two course every year. He's probably got a hundred. People pay three hundred bucks. Yeah. He gets two hundred, three hundred people to sign up. He's got what, five million Instagram followers, something like that. Oh, he's up there. He's See, definitely. I mean, yeah, pull it up. But uh, let's see, Ty, Ty Lopez. If you don't know, he's a uh, entrepreneur type guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the guy that like, <laughs> he's the guy that's like, I'm in my garage, like knowledge, read books, has a Lamborghini, very rich guy. And all right, so to me, but like he's the perfect example of someone that's like, like to me, he's a true entrepreneur, but he's also a scam artist. Yeah. That's why I kind of compare him and Gary Vee to each other a lot, because Gary Vee is like all Ty Lopez is and more, because Gary Vee is like a legitimate dude. Ty Lopez, good dude. Not gonna say it. Like if I met him, I'd be like, "Yo, what's up, Ty?" Like, <laughs> I'm like super hot. Like let's let's sit down and have a conversation, man. But like, he scams people into buying. But I mean, it works. He's smart. It works. What he's doing. Like I, Bait I and switch. I don't know how many people realize that they're getting baited like that, but it works. If you put a system in place and people fall into that system and obey and like do what like you've like showed them to do they're gonna listen to they're gonna think you're the greatest thing since sliced bread i remember before i started realizing that he was actually a scam artist i was like 
this dude's brilliant. Oh, yeah. Like, he's facts. so smart. Like, I need to sign up for his programs. <laughs> and I started looking into him more, and I started, like, thinking about it. And I was like, yo, like, he's really just starting businesses to make money off of dumb people. And, like, honestly, a lot of businesses do that. Yeah, that's how they do it. Um, it really comes down to, like, if you can sell yourself and your product at the same time and you have a good voice and you have, like, a very solid presentation, you can almost get anybody now. But like, see, school doesn't teach you how to do that. Yeah. I mean, I hope school's not teaching us how to be a scam right. but, like... But to me, school... All right, back to... Because we kind of got off topic there with Tyler Lopez. But, like, to <laughs> me, school is almost like... Yo, all right, come in to class. What do you do? Sit down, shut up, and do your work. It's like prison. Literally, you are in a cement block class. You classroom. lose your rights. You lose your American citizenship rights when you walk into the building. You are taught to listen to one person of power, which you do also in prison. You go to a certain time to go eat, which you do in it prison. It teaches There's employeeship. Yes, it, it teaches not how teach to, entrepreneurship. It teaches you how to be the basic living standard, and that's not what the American dream is built on. The American dream is built on... You being able to achieve anything with your work ethic, and when you put your head down and grind, you'll achieve greatness. And that doesn't—that's sorry about it. School doesn't do that. If you uh, like saying I'm, I'm wrong, a little motivational rant in a second, dude. They're just—they're—you're wrong if you think that school's teaching you to be the best version no, of yourself. No, no, no. I'm not saying that at all. No, I was just gonna say like, yo, like, you really can do whatever you want. There's nothing stopping you, but yourself. Like it, like there's nothing stopping you. It's just like, if you have access to technology, there's no reason that you should not be a millionaire. I agree. But that being our last point, this is the end of episode two. We're running out of time. Sad, sad. All right, episode two in the books, Unpopular Takes. I'm Zach. I'm Parker. And go follow our Instagram at Unpopular Takes. You can listen on Apple and Spotify now. Google Podcasts also. Yeah. Go spread the word about us. Let us know what you think. Like and comment on our next picture. DM us. Comment what you want to hear in the next episode. All right, guys. Let us know. See you.